Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. It's Emmett Fox Friday. We are here again with another wonderful selection from Emmett Fox's Find and Use Your Inner Power. Um, and this week's topic is going to be criticism versus discrimination. So thank you for joining us. We appreciate you here. Uh, thank you for all of us or all of you who are supporting the show. We're at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye if you would like to make a donation. Uh, just uh, or to listen to any of the other past podcasts, and of course we have our Sunday uh, morning podcasts—not Sunday morning, but our Sunday podcast that we do each week. Uh, so the new one comes out there, and that's a longer show that we do. And then the Fridays we do our, our Emmett Fox. So we're going to jump right into this. Chris is going to start, and then we're going to talk about it. So criticism versus discrimination. Personal criticism is one of the dead weights that hold us in limitation. The sole reason why some people do not get their healing or find their true path in life, true place, is that they constantly indulge in personal criticism, mental if not spoken. Here you have an infallible test of your spiritual progress. How fast are you overcoming personal criticism? Unless you're trying to get rid of this, you need not expect health, happiness, or freedom. Now, this does not mean that we are not to exercise discrimination. Wise discrimination is an expression of divine intelligence. Of course, we must distinguish between good quality and poor quality everywhere, or where would be the joy of living. We must distinguish good conduct from bad conduct, good music from bad music, wisdom from stupidity, truth from error, and indeed, it is our first duty to do this. We must distinguish truth from error all day long, keep from the goats, we are to be a true witness for God. But this is obviously quite a different thing from personal criticism. Condemn the sin, but not the sinner. Deprecate foolish conduct, but do not hate the foolish one for doing it. Rather, help him with the right thought. If a singer sings a false note, of course, you might recognize the fact, but do not censure him unkindly. If a friend is doing what you know to be wrong, you cannot condone the wrong, but you can see the Christ in him, and you may even point out the error to him if you're entitled to do so. Under any circumstances, you must keep your own thought poised, tolerant, and kindly. Remember the golden rule. Remember the golden rule. Treat others as you wish to be treated, obviously, is that golden rule. Um, all right, so this is an interesting one. Criticism versus discrimination. So he's making a... He's making a really important point here, and I think this is really valid for today because oftentimes people think that, um, you know, to have to have a point of view or to be to use discrimination uh, is something that is is not maybe a, the right thing to do at times. I think that because it's first of all, this word discrimination, I think, is yeah, yeah, the word's not it's, happening. It's one of these things that you know, it's become a different usage. You know, the word discrimination as he's using it is the word discrimination like it's used in Buddhism or in, in Indian thought. It's like the ability to discern what is what is better and worse in things. You know, it's the ability. Well, that's what he yeah, says. He points that he, out. He goes on. He uses the word distinguish. distinguish. We must distinguish between good and distinguish. Yeah. Um, he, he uses it three or four times after that. Actually, I think it's mentioned even more than discrimination. But that's what it's distinguishing one from another and then choosing. And choosing. A better thought, a better attitude, uh, better food, um, you know. 
well it, it having that uh yeah exactly and it pre you know and this is the thing that's challenging about it for some people i would think today it presupposes that there are that there are better and worse things to be doing so that there's a hierarchy of of good in essence and sometimes i think that you know, uh, you know, not to make a big critique or a criticism of today's society, but to use some discrimination to say, you know, I think sometimes we get muddled in thinking that, well, since everybody has their own way of doing things, it's all equally valid. And that really may or may not be the case. I mean, that's a very popular point of view, but, you know, that itself is, for example, if you say, you know, every everything is is equally valid and everyone has a right to their own point of view. And then you say at the same time, except this group of people over here who I don't like, then you're you know, you're making a it's there's a there's a logical fallacy there, you know. And so this idea of this sort of uh, relativism that exists today is somewhat a difficult thing to get over uh, because it, 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 it itself is is a is a system that you've chosen and you're privileged over other systems you know the idea that things are relative to each other and that there's no truth behind anything and that there's no hierarchy of values or anything like that so this is what he's talking about though he's talking about discrimination and using using discrimination to find those things that are important and valuable but not using this the, the criticism it's like yes i recognize that for me these are some things that i value more highly than others but i don't need to criticize someone else who's not doing those things so he's he's making a big distinction he's saying that's really really harmful to do that um but the other side of it the discrimination portion of it he's saying i think is is very very important and like you said you pointed out we're distinguishing it's distinguishing values that mm-hmm. you're that you're that you're going to you're going to live by, right? It's distinguishing the things that you want versus the things that you don't want, which is a big, it's a big difference. You know, criticism is, well, oh, I think this is, this is horrible and I don't like it and I don't, and I'm not going to stand for it. And this person's a bad person because they do this, they do X, Y, Z. That's a criticism. But saying something like, look, here's, here's a better way to do this. And I think that, you know, you might find more peace and happiness and, joy in life if you know you if you view things this way and you share that information with a person with love in your heart that's different than just criticizing someone right um you know it is and you know, he says it right in the first sentence personal criticism is one of the dead weights that hold us in limitation that's on yeah. us really and you know it may ask the question what's you know what is this criticism why would you criticize you know, tear down the person, even if they performed, you know, poorly, uh, you know, to get personal, personal insults. Uh, I would say generally, a lot of times where that comes from, um, a critic perhaps um, is fearful of being criticized themselves. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, that that has, or maybe you've received a lot of harsh criticism about your uh, performance or your play or your artwork or your thesis or, you know, whatever you have, your looks, um, you know, that maybe you're kind of throwing it out there, mm, mm. Um, yeah. you know, because you've received it or something or it echoes or bounces out um, because there's a reason, a reason for it. Um, if 
maybe a lot of times personal criticism is levied towards somebody who's actually doing what you want to be doing or who's successful or um, because you can't tear them down for, uh, for what they did. And if, especially if they're doing good things, the only avenue of attack is going to be this, um, this criticism of the, uh, the person, you know, on a personal level, not a professional level. Um, but he makes, he makes very clear that this is, this is really on you. This is the, whatever the reason, yeah. <laughs> the degree to which you are, you know, personally criticizing somebody uh, on that level beyond just, you know, the mistake that they made or the faux pas or the, uh, or even the injustice, um, the sin, as he goes on to say, uh, it doesn't have to get personal. Uh, and that's not so much for that other person. <laughs> You're like being, oh, I want to be kinder to them and not take it so, you know, be so critical of them. It's really about you because it's something you're carrying around. It's a dead weight that holds us in limitation. So this limitation of moving forward and progressing uh, with our lives spiritually and, and in the everyday, um, you know, if you're <laughs> a personal critic or you criticize people on the personal level, even unconsciously, uh, something to take a look at. Yeah, great point. And I think, you know, this is this is really, like I said, this is one of these things that I think is really um, appropriate for, for today and for a lot of the things that are going on. Because I think a lot of times, maybe with young people, especially because they haven't learned to deal with um, a lot of correction or criticism, because there's a lot of hands-off kind of training of kids now in a lot of ways. Uh, that people are o almost overly sensitive to pointing things out and correcting people in a constructive way, or they do it really clumsily, or that, or people take, you know, a correction as a criticism. In other words, that other person mm -hmm. was trying to teach you something, and even doing it quite gently. I've heard a lot of people, especially who are working in, um, you know, in service industries and stuff like that, that are older working with younger people that they have a lot of trouble taking direction and, and um, correct, corrective kind of um, advice and so on, even done in a very caring way. And so this is where I think one of these things that's happened over the years is people have become so sensitive to not being critical and using criticism in some ways uh, that you know, any kind of correction looks like it's this terrible assault on my personhood. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, this is one of these things where you have to kind of get back to basics and go, there's a difference between criticism and discrimination because we do have, there are better and worse ways of doing things. And oftentimes people that are correcting us are doing it out of love and are doing it out of care and are doing it out of a concern for quality, for example. Uh, a coach in sports is not criticizing you when he's trying to help your performance by, by pointing out something that you're doing uh, not as efficiently as you could do it, for example, or, uh, you know, or a manager at work might be pointing out something that you're doing inefficiently or incorrectly according to the way things are supposed to be done, you know, because they've done tons of work and, and background work to, you know, to figure out the most efficient way to do things, for example. So, so that would, those examples of discrimination. Now, if someone attacks your character, 
if someone attacks you, you know, because of your culture, or because of your ethnicity, or someone attacks you because of your gender, or your, you know, your sexuality, or something like that, that's a whole different thing. You know what I mean? That's not a discrimination or a, or a correction. That's that. Then that's why this word discrimination is kind of hard to understand too, because it sounds like well, discrimination. That sounds like a bad thing. But in this sense, he's talking mm-hmm. about distinguishing things, and he's talking about you know performance, and and he's really getting the other side of it too. Criticism also applies to yourself, doesn't it? It's like I can be super critical of myself, and you know tear myself worse than someone else would outside me, uh, and I'm a, you know I could attack my own character and stuff like that. When really maybe I've just I just need some 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 you know direction you know to change direction or to fix something or to kind of like you know kind of just uh shore, shore up some little little issues but instead i'll you know a person might attack themselves uh and tear themselves down and go into a great depression because they made a mistake in something or did this or that instead of working you know instead of um just using discrimination saying okay this is just a performance thing i need to fix this and fix that you know they'll criticize themselves overly harshly and then you know like you like you were talking about how your if your performance is critic you know overly criticized and so on you you know you'll end up freezing up or not wanting to do things or you know kind of becoming depressed or whatever and that's that's one of the big differences between criticism and, and and discrimination or kind of correction or distinguishing between good and bad or you know positive and negative aspects of what you're doing, you know, and 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 again too, if he pointed out that you know you criticize the sin and not the sinner, right? So you know even if that's ourselves, if we're doing something we don't like, we don't want to criticize the core of who we are, the behavior, and, and change that transform that right well i think you brought up two really great points and yes it is and it's hard for a lot of us too to uh, not take things personally even if it's meant um for our own you know correction or improvement uh but i think it's harder nowadays <laughs> it, it seems does. that yeah even the slightest suggestion of oh hey maybe if you try doing something like a little differently it might uh, be a it's like, oh, my God, I did it wrong. It's like there's this fear of mm-hmm. being wrong. It's like it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to do something wrong. It's okay, it's okay to get lost. I mean, that's how you find out where you're going. That's, you know, it's how you know how much you can pick yeah. up <laughs> by going too far or not being able to do something. Oh, can't do that. Uh, it's, it's part of learning, um, you know, and I don't know if we lose that along the way or there's some pride, but I think it's some Fear, but I think it goes right to the core. Uh, is that they feel that yes, it's an affront, you know, at my core of who I am. Like an you know artists or you know actors, you know, auditioning for a part or something. If they don't get a call back or they don't get the part, um, well, they didn't like my monologue. They didn't like my performance. Well, they didn't yeah. like me. You know, not that my, you know, just, I just wasn't right for the part. It was, I'm not right. <laughs> it can very easily go to, to that. I mean, you know, there's sensitive types or things like that, or it can happen over many, many years um, that you build this case against yourself. So super good point about this self personal criticism, because uh, that's probably yeah. the worst of all. Um, that doesn't help anybody. Um, 
but wow, we, you know, it's, it's easy to take things personally, you know? It is. Um, it is. Yeah. So what do you do about it? I, I think, you know, he's kind of pointing out, I think one of the answers is deep, deep is, you know, trying to depersonalize it. In other words, like looking at the things as behaviors or as actions or as something separate from yourself in a way, if there's, you know, if there's discrimination needed, um, you know, and kind of separating out the, the, you know, the spiritual core of who you are versus your, you know, just your behavior or some actions that you're taking out in the world or some little piece of information that you're trying to learn that's difficult or, you know, some procedure that you're trying to learn in a job. Those are not the core of who you are. The core of who you are is, you know, you're a spiritual being having a human experience, you know. So I think if you can kind of get back to the the core of it and understand, look, I'm, I'm a divine individual within, but, you know, you know, exteriorly and out in the in material world, you know, I'm going to be bumping into things and making mistakes and all this stuff. If you can reconcile those two things, I think, um, with some sort of a philosophical viewpoint, I think you kind of go, you know, I think that will help to some degree, right? Realize that my actions are not who I am fundamentally, um, you know, and, and, and give people the benefit of the doubt too. That might help a little bit. It's just a, if you assume that someone's trying to help you instead of assume that they're trying to be overly critical and just, you know, tear you down until they've proved that they are doing that, because if they are doing that, then sometimes you're going to need to, you know, speak about that or, you know, have some kind of a discussion about that or confront it in some way. Uh, but, but, you know, if you could kind of just maybe just take, you know, take the, the, the point of view that, that, that someone is trying to help constructively. And even though maybe it's coming out kind of poorly, that they have your best interests at heart. I think you can, if you assume that and then, and then, you know, be shown otherwise down the road or something like that, if that's the case. You know what I'm saying? Is I assume that they're doing it out of, out of, out of good. And then if that turns out not to be the case, deal with it. But you know what I'm saying? I think just going in with a bit of an open mind and realizing that, you know, that your actions are not who you are. They're just what you're doing. Right. And that's, you know, that connection. Um, I think Manly Hall had a great quote about criticism. He said, anything that deserves your criticism needs your help. Like he puts it on, like if you're, you're so keen on criticizing something about yourself or another, it needs your help. So yeah. step up um, and, and help that thing. That if it's so bad that you can criticize it, well, what can you do about it? Almost as if, if you had eyes to see this and recognize this, you also have the skills to help transform this. Fantastic. So that is an, just an excellent thought. parting thought from that? Manly Hall. Thank you for that. All right. With that, we will we'll wrap it up. Thank you, Chris, for that for that great uh, that great end end point there. That's it's fantastic. Thank you all for joining us uh, on the Cosmic Eye Show uh, for Emmett Fox Friday. We appreciate you being here. Uh, we'll be back, uh, of course, next Friday with another Emmett Fox, and we'll be here on Sunday with a new show. Uh, so thank you again for joining us. We're at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye if you want to donate or get more information or just listen to other episodes as well. Uh, we'll speak to you in a couple of days. Goodbye and God bless. <laughs>